Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at maximum tee at yahoo.com. Season 2 of the PAL, Perky Elvis Treasury, Chapter 3, Paragimel Mishnah Bet. Paragraph 2. Rabbi Hanina Sagan HaKohanim Omer. Rabbi Hanina, the deputy Kohen Gadol, says, Have a mispala b'shlomo shalmachos. Pray for the welfare of the government. She'el male mora'ah. Because if people did not fear it, ish et re'ehu chayim bila'o. A person would swallow his fellow alive. So we need the government, we need society, we need order and law and justice in order to have a proper a proper existence, and a proper environment. Rabbi Hanina served as a Sagan or deputy to the Kohen Gadol. Rambam describes the Sagan's function as follows. The administrator to the Kohen Gadol was appointed to serve the Kohen Gadol in his dealings with the other Kohanim. He stood to the right of the Kohen Gadol constantly, and any directions transmitted by the Kohen Gadol to the other Kohanim were conveyed by the Sagan. He also assisted the Kohen Gadol in his ritual duties. His relationship to the Kohen Gadol was that of a prime minister to a king. See Yad Avraham also. He would also replace the Kohen Gadol on Yom Kippur when necessary. Rav Hanina attested to many of the practices in the temple as well as laws related to Kohanim and the temple service, see Adayos and Menachos and Zavachim. His emphasis on peace in our mission is reflected in his statement, Great is peace, it is as valuable as all of creation, Sifrin Bamidbar. Sagana Koanim is specific to Rav Hanina. He lived during the Hasmonean dynasty toward the end of the Second Temple era. The Talmud of Yoma teaches that the Romans are auction off the office of Kohen Gadol during this period. Many grossly unqualified people brought the August, bought the August position and died prematurely during their terms. Rabbi Hanina should have been appointed Kohen Gadol, but the corrupt authorities would not do so, and Rabbi Hanina was not willing to pay for the privilege. Hence, he served as deputy to many high priests, from Rabbi Meir Shapiro and Musar Avos. Pray for the welfare of the government. Even for a non-Jewish government, as Rav says, this is based on the verse in Jeremiah, you shall seek the welfare of the city to which I have exiled you and entreat God on its behalf. The 70 bollocks offered in the temple during the Sukkot's holiday were an example of Jewish service on behalf of the nations, as Rashi explains. And this mission is the source of the custom of offering a prayer on behalf of the government during the Sabbath morning services. To Israel, according to Rav Yonah, it's a call for Jews to take an interest in public issues. We must be connected concerned with and pray for the general welfare and any human suffering should pain us. King David was a paradigm of such sensitivity, praying even for his enemies. But as for me, when they were ill, my clothing was sackcloth and I afflicted myself with fasting from Psalms. One must not confine his prayers to his own personal concerns. Instead, he should pray on behalf of all men, including the government, which assures peace and tranquility. Milda Avos interprets this clause as a continuation of the previous mission, which offers a caveat formulations on ways to keep from sinning against God. Rav however, suggests that while contemplation of man's lowly beginnings and his ultimate destination will weaken his urge to sin against God, it's less effective against transgressions against one's fellows. Man rationalizes, although I originated from a future job, I still have achieved more in life than my friend, and that entitles me to take advantage of him and act abusively toward him, God forbid. To counter this attitude, Rachanina says that it is only fear of governmental intervention that can stop one from devouring his fellow man, as described in the next passage. And the shame of recognition. Rav Sado Kakon of Lublin explains that the purgatory one experiences for his sins in the afterworld is the scolding embarrassment of having to face the truth of his mistakes in life. Much like being forced to watch a film of everything he has done wrong, he'll have no choice but to hang his head in shame. For this reason, the Talmud teaches he who commits a sin and is embarrassed by it is forgiven from brachos. The profound sense of shame is in itself a form of the pains of Gehenim that an unrepentant person will eventually suffer for his misdeeds. 
Because if people didn't fear it, a person would swallow his fellow alive. Rav quotes the Talmudic elucidation of the verse, and you have made men like the fish of the sea, from Chavakuk. Just as the larger fish in the sea swallows the smaller ones, so would stronger people devour the weak, if not for fear of the ruling powers, from Avodah Zarah. The government maintains social order and peace, and by instilling fear of the law, it prevents anarchy and wanton crime. Let's move over to the, to the next part of the comment. Me'iri gives an added dimension to the importance of prayer for the welfare of the government. Human affairs are influenced largely by scholars and politicians. While legislators can function without intellectuals, those in the intellectual realm cannot flourish unless there is political stability. We are therefore directed to pay for the pray for the welfare of the government to assure the peaceful conduct of day-to-day living so that intellectuals will be able to set the tone for society from Me'iri. Ritva explains that it's a directive to pray for the welfare of the heavenly kingdom and the realization of God's will in the world. If not for the fear which God induces in the hearts of mortal rulers, they might unleash destructive forces that would totally consume Israel. Royal Chaim says it's a call to pray for the welfare of the kingdom, placing the attainment of a world run according to God's will ahead of our own personal agendas. In truth, our personal and collective welfare is dependent on the attainment of God's agenda. When the kingdom is on sound footing, all the king's subjects stand to benefit. Furthermore, if not for the fear of heaven, men would devour each other, thus destroying personal welfare. Avram's words of rebuke to Avimelech over the kidnapping of Sarah focused on this idea, because I said to myself, there's no fear of God in this place, and they will slay me because of my wife, from Genesis. While when a government is preoccupied with wartime concerns or other foreign crises, it often cannot protect its citizens against violence and crime. Domestic policy concerns are frequently shunted aside at times of national emergency. Therefore, we must pray for peace among governments in general, for only when our own government is active on its home territory without foreign distractions can it prevent chaos among men from Tiferetzvi. So here we see why it's important to pray for the welfare of the government because it's really important for the social order in general. Join us next time as we talk about two people sitting between each other and Torah is amongst them here on the PAL with Tani G. And I'm your host, Tani G.